You're listening to the Aggie New Student Podcast, a series by the orientation staff at Utah State University. Transitioning to college is exciting, but there's a lot to do and understand. We're here to talk you through it. I'm your host, Garrett Hendrickson, the Orientation Program Coordinator here at USU, and we're so excited to have you join us. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Aggie New Student Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about the Student Financial Support Center and some of the resources that you, uh, as a student, can utilize uh, in your time, both as an incoming student and as a current student. So today, we have one of the student employees in the Student Financial Support Center, Alexa Cleverly, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Alexa Cleverly. I am a sophomore going to be a junior here at Utah State University. Um, I work in the Student Financial Support Office. I've worked there for about nine, 10 months, and it's been a super fun experience. Before I give you any advice about student financial support, I highly recommend trying to find an on-campus job because it's super convenient, super fun. You meet awesome people, and I love both of my bosses. So it's been a great experience. So the Student Financial Support Center is kind of like uh, a combination of several different resources that that you might, uh, that other colleges might provide. So uh, sometimes you might think of it as the financial aid center, but in the Student Financial Support Center, there's more than just financial aid. So Alexa, what are the main resources that the Student Financial Support Center can offer to students? Yeah, so our main um, office is on the Logan campus. We also have access um, with staff on the Price and Blanding campus. Um, and within these entities, basically the three main things that we offer are the Student Money Management Center, which is I'm gonna talk about a little bit later, and then also financial aid and the scholarship office. So these are all um, ways that you can access and manage your money as a student and make paying for college or affording college more accessible to you. And it's just a great way also to kind of see how it's all gonna work out financially for you. So those are kind of the three main resources that we have in the Student Financial Support Office. Awesome, and where this podcast is tailored toward incoming students and maybe parents of incoming students, we wanna make sure to highlight the resources that are available for incoming students. So Alexa, what resources are available uh, specifically for incoming students or what can incoming students uh, take advantage of now before they're a student at Utah State? So we provide um, resources such as scholarships, grants, employment, loans, and most importantly, creating a budget through our Student Money Management Center. Um, each of these resources vary, of course, due to eligibility criteria and personal circumstances but most students use a mix of these resources to pay for college. And the main thing we wanna drive home today is the three steps that each student should, and yeah, really should do in order to make college more affordable um, and to have access to all these different resources. So the number one step is to fill out and submit FAFSA, um, which stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid. Um, this is just a tool used to apply for federal aid. So the government is providing money for students. Um, the second step is for students to apply for scholarships year round. So it's going to be easy to kind of get into the flow of school and not think about scholarships, but really just focus on applying for scholarships year round. You never know what you're going to get. Um, one of my friends, actually, it was kind of funny. She applied for a scholarship. She, it was a left-handed scholarship. 
She's right-handed, but no one applied for the scholarship, so she got it, and she's right-handed. So that's $250 in her pocket to use towards rent or paying for books or anything like that. And the third step is for students to meet with a financial coach. So that's via our Student Money Management Center. And this is super, super cool, super important, um, because this will allow you to meet with someone who will kind of show you what you can do for your budget, and it's the last step because it allows students to have the most accurate information they will need to create a budget or spending plan to pay for college. Um, but these can be filled out in any order and they can be done all in one day. So don't be overwhelmed. It's super easy to do, super quick, um, but it'll benefit you all throughout college. So personally, when I was in college, creating a budget was something that really helped me get through college. Um, I personally never took advantage of the uh, of the Student Money Management Center, but I wish I did because there, there are professionals in there to help you create a budget and know where you can spend your money. As an incoming student, I, I feel like people that I talk to often uh, get confused about loans, about grants, about the scholarships that they're offered. And there are some, some pretty common misconceptions with financial aid. Let's, uh, let's go over with Alexa some of those common misconceptions uh, and, and kind of debunk those. Yes, okay, there's so many common misconceptions we hear in the office of students coming in and asking questions. And the biggest misconception is that students don't submit a FAFSA because they don't think they're eligible for federal aid. And that makes sense, but many scholarships and on-campus jobs require that students fill out and submit their FAFSA. So even if you don't qualify for that money from the government, you still need to fill out your FAFSA if you want to get a job specifically on campus or um, qualify for a lot of the different scholarships. Like I was talking about before um, with scholarships, a lot of people think it's not worth applying for scholarships. Maybe they think, oh, I bet so many people are applying for this scholarship or I'm not qualified. Just like my right-handed friend who applied for the left-handed scholarship got it, no one else applied for it. And so she got it because she simply applied. And so we have access to what's called Scholarship Universe, which basically pairs you up based on your criteria, your attributes, kind of the person that you are with different scholarships. So it will make it less overwhelming for you. So you don't have to sift through all the scholarships that don't apply to you. And then the last one that we're gonna to share today is it's better for students, this is a misconception, it's better for students to drop courses if they can't afford to pay for them. Again, it makes sense. Of course, I'm gonna drop this class because I can't pay for it. But when you meet with a financial coach, they'll allow you to see, oh, I can qualify for this grant or for this loan in order to pay for these credits instead of making it more expensive by dropping classes and paying because it may, again, it makes sense to drop classes and pay less, but with these grants and loans, you're actually paying less by taking the most amount of credits. So definitely meet with a financial coach as soon as you can. Um, before school would be amazing just so you can kind of get your budget figured out before school starts and everything. But um, withdrawing from too many courses can prevent you from receiving Pell Grants and student loans, and the financial coaches will be able to help you with that. Thank you, Alexa. We just kind of want to finish this podcast episode off by talking about some advice uh, that we would give to incoming students. As a professional, if you are ever on campus, the best advice that I could give is to go into the Student Financial Support Center, talk to the scholarships office, talk to the financial aid office, go into the, the money management center and see uh, how they can help you meet these people. 
just kind of getting familiar with uh, the, the resources that they provide as an incoming student, I feel like is going to uh, or help students feel more supported and like they know the resources as they're transitioning into a current student. So Alexa, what advice would you give to incoming students? Thank you, Garrett. Yes. Yeah, so for incoming students, they think, oh, it doesn't apply to me. And they let the misconceptions get to them. And then by their senior year, they realize, wait a second, I could have saved so much money just by going in and talking to a financial coach or by going in applying for scholarships and different things like that. So the main thing is fill out the three steps. Do your FAFSA, apply for scholarships, and meet with a financial coach here at the Student Finance Support Office. And also, we just want to remind students who complete all three steps, they'll access all of the financial aid available to them, and you'll receive uh, support on managing and living within a, a limited college budget. And that can be really hard because college is so fun and so much just energy and you want to spend money, but you also want to save money. And so it's better to have a professional kind of lead and guide you through that. And also just have a mentor that you can connect with right at the beginning of college. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any more questions for us, you can go on our website. It's usu.edu slash financial dash aid. That's usu.edu slash financial dash aid. Awesome. Thank you, Alexa. To all of our listeners, please reach out if you have any questions. We truly are here to help. Follow us on Instagram at USUA-team, or you can email us at orientation at USU.edu. Stay tuned for more episodes to come, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, and go Aggies! <laughs>